Hello everyone and welcome to Encrypted. My name is Ahmed El Belaghi and I am coming to you live from the Dubai Blockchain Center right here in the United Arab Emirates. I have the pleasure of being joined by Dr. Marwan Al-Zarouni, who is the Director of Information Services at the Dubai Electronic Security Center. Dr. Marwan, say hello. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here, and I've known Ahmed uh, for a while now, and uh, looking forward to this uh, podcast. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining the show. How are you, How are you today? Good. Very busy. I have a trip coming up uh, to China. Looking forward to that, to see some of the blockchain projects in China. Awesome. So, Dr. Marwan, you've become the CEO of Dubai Blockchain Center. You also hold a few other roles. Could you just introduce yourself for those who, who don't know you? So, uh, my day job is uh, Director of, uh, of uh, Information Services at Dubai Electronic Security Center. So, my role also entails uh, some part, uh, in, in some ways, the uh, blockchain-related uh, projects, especially government-related. So, we usually help uh, Smart Dubai and other uh, Dubai uh, government entities in uh, shaping their uh, blockchain strategy, uh, choosing the best use cases, uh, choosing uh, use cases that they can go to market with straight away, and also supporting them when it comes to issues like security, usability of the system, and uh, other aspects related to uh, either security or blockchain, or also uh, some game changers like projects that can be a game changer for them. How did you actually come across Bitcoin and blockchain? How did you come into the space? So within my job, I, I got introduced to Bitcoin. It's a, a conference, like a law enforcement conference, mm-hmm. where somebody was talking about Bitcoin and the negative and aspects. when was that? This was, I think, 2012 or 2013. Okay, so fairly early on. Yeah, so I think 2012, I'm not sure 100%, but something like 2012 or 2013. And I heard about Bitcoin before that, but the guy was saying that uh, Bitcoin is used for cr- criminal activities and things like that. It's untraceable and it's going to be a hard time for law enforcement. And uh, so I got interested. He got my interest. I, me being a digital forensics expert, I said, okay, there's nothing untraceable. So maybe the guy doesn't know much about Bitcoin. So I started digging deep and I found out that, uh, that Bitcoin is easily traceable, uh, just like anything else, just like internet. Uh, some people say you're on the internet, you're anonymous. You're not really anonymous. Even in blockchain, yeah. you're not really anonymous. You are pseudo-anonymous, which means the the normal person will not be able to get after you, but maybe law enforcement, they have the tools and capabilities yeah. to go after you. All right. And so you started off sort of looking to Bitcoin in 2012. And then after that, did you still research what, what was going on? Did you engage with the industry? Yeah, so what I did, I started with the technical side of it, mm-hmm. and then I started going into the mining, naturally, because that's how you start. When you research anything cryptocurrency, the first thing uh, you say, okay, let's see how they generate the, yeah. the crypto. And so I started Bitcoin mining, and I started straight away, like the same month that I learned about it. I started straight away. I did that for about a year, a year or so mining and it was like amazing experience it's a huge learning curve so i advise you if you want to get into crypto to start with mining because it's a huge learning curve and at the same time you will yeah. learn uh, the you know bells and whistles and, and whatever they say uh how it works basically if you know how it works under the hood you can actually do a lot of amazing stuff with it and you know the ecosystem you learn it from doing mining so you learn the economic aspect you know learn the technical aspect because you're going to use a wallet you're going to use a, a miner you're going to use a pool for mining probably so you know even the whole picture of difficulty or mm-hmm. and 
and other technical you know things that uh, give cryptocurrency its value and you'll understand with the market dips and how to compare it with with the difficulty and how to compare it with uh, you know user sentiment volume trading and things like that so it becomes easier for you to make sense of the whole ecosystem and once you have that then you can get into other stuff like ICOs you can understand if they're going to be viable or not you can understand other you know aspects of cryptocurrency system absolutely even when a lot of people ask me regarding just blockchain and the, the industry in general and how, how they should start I always refer them to Bitcoin and tell them to try and look under the hood a bit because although it might be a bit technical um, and there's a few things that you have to know it gives you sort of that background knowledge in order to, to actually understand what is legitimate and what isn't yeah and I agree I, mean, I think Bitcoin is uh, the most basic form of cryptocurrency it is the first one it is what blockchain there was no such thing as as blockchain before people used to call Bitcoin with capital B and Bitcoin with a small yeah, B, you yeah, know? They did. <laughs> and they, we'd never heard about blockchain. The, all, the first time I heard about blockchain was when I wanted to check if a transaction uh, went through or not. And that's what when we used to go to uh, the website called blockchain.info, mm -hmm. where you actually enter the wallet address and can check. But a lot of people who, you know, uh, were miners themselves, they had a copy of the blockchain, they, had, they were running yeah. a full node. You don't even have to go to that website. You can mm -hmm. check your local, you know, uh, record basically you've mentioned that in your role at DESC that you are working with different government entities on um, regarding blockchain actually advising them on different applications so what are the Dubai government doing there is a Dubai blockchain strategy is that something you could quickly explain for those who haven't heard it so we have uh, two strategies actually we have a Dubai level strategy and then we have a UAE level yep. strategy so I don't want to go too much into details because that's not really what I'm here for. I'm here for just to give you, you know, sources where you can go get information from. So the best way to get information about the Dubai blockchain strategy is to go to the Smart Dubai website. And then uh, so basically you Google Smart Dubai blockchain strategy and you'll see it straight away. And it has three pillars and each one of them uh, ensures that uh, it is in line with the overall Dubai strategy. And then we have as well the UAE strategy, and uh, that also is uh, 2021, just like just as with the uh, Dubai strategy. So it is in line with UAE 2021 uh, vision. One of the cool things about it is that one of the goals, and it's actually a big goal, is that by 2021, all government transactions here in Dubai at least will be powered by the blockchain. And so then. If you were to actually look at the different applications across the public and private sector in Dubai, can you shed a bit more light about that? Yeah, so Dubai is very positive in blockchain. Like you've seen, Dubai mm. and UAE both are very positive in blockchain. We as a government of Dubai, we actually don't just uh, say we're going to do this. We have actual on-the-ground projects. And one of the first, if not the first session we ever did as Blockchain Center was we showcased four different uh, blockchain projects. Uh, we invited the press to come and it was a sold out event with, uh, you know, four different use cases showing the use cases live rather than just talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it was a great success and we plan to do those on a regular basis just to showcase what the use cases are. And also we, uh, we encourage other people to come and showcase their use cases, whether mm -hmm. they are in Dubai or not. We need the people to realize uh, that blockchain technology is not just talk, it's not just hype. Mm. There are 
use cases where it is actually taking full potential of the blockchain and there are on the ground project that is actually solving a, a problem that exists or creating a, new, a whole new ecosystem to you know to uh, reward the users or for example if we uh, like micropayments the use case is, is I'm very very excited about uh, content uh, you know uh, reward systems uh, content based reward systems whether it's uh, micropayments or not is very rewarding as well as well it's a very good use case um, government services where we improve the user experience uh, with use of blockchain where, where something like a single window where you go and you if you give your ID to one place in Dubai you don't have to do it ever again to any other government departments or you submit a certain document to one government department then you don't have to resubmit that ever again unless it expires of course and mm. some of these cases are there but yeah that's the idea once you you know single window idea is uh, not hype anymore this can be done uh, blockchain is a huge culprit in that and can help really realize that uh, idea okay so you've started the Dubai blockchain center what is sort of the, the aims and objectives of that Okay, so that I can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so we are actually sitting in the blockchain center now doing this interview. And so the aim is to uh, give people a taste of what blockchain is, whether they are residents in Dubai or uh, visitors, for example, crypto investors or blockchain programmers or developers. We want to create a, a place in the world where it is the blockchain capital of the world, where developers can he come here and thought leaders and actually... Uh, we can help them develop their ideas, get actually buy-ins from whether it's companies or investors or government departments. We are basically a melting pot and a connecting place for people. We have on a regular basis, and you've seen it today, uh, here uh, we have people coming from all over the world, from Europe, from Asia, from the US, and even South America that want to actually start in Dubai to start establish their companies here and start working out of Dubai. Uh, whether their company or, or project is based in Dubai or focused on the Middle East or uh, with international focus. Uh, Dubai has always been uh, very pro-business, very pro-entrepreneurship, uh, and there are a lot of funds, a lot of investing investment firms and investors, uh, family investors and other uh, you know qualified investors and things like that that can help you realize your ideas. So we want the thought leaders to come here. We have the support system. We have the infrastructure from mm -hmm. internet and regulation and that kind of stuff to help you out. And uh, we want you to come here, basically. And so with, with all this infrastructure that you're talking about, if we were to talk a bit more about sort of the ICO and cryptocurrency field, because the, the regulations, at least here in the UAE, is still a bit unclear. It's still sort of in the gray area. Where do you see that going? Um, I'm sure we must have been sort of t talking to the central bank and different departments of, of the government about this. Where do you see it going? Do you think it will be a positive light in the end? For when it what? comes to cryptocurrency, like I said, I, I got into blockchain technology with Bitcoin, and that's a cryptocurrency. Uh, in Dubai, there are businesses that are allowed to, uh, you know, work with cryptocurrency, and have done so. Uh, I have two businesses that are working with cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. One is for Bitcoin and Ethereum ATMs, and the other one is uh, the OTC business, which is uh, the over-the-counter crypto trading. And both of them are regulated. They both have licenses, and they're working fine. And I've I've had one of them, which is the ATM business, since 2014. The um, OTC is 
only recent 2018 one of the problems we have and this is not only in dubai but all over the world is the banking sector mm -hmm. they are still a risk oriented business and they, whenever they see any business that has to do with the crypto they actually consider it as a high risk business and it is only through awareness and our, through um, uh, regular clarity and transparency with the uh, banks that you can actually get a bank account I'm not saying it is easy it is a long and tedious process but it can be done and depends on your business if you are a blockchain business you don't have to worry about this too much if you are a crypto business then you, yes it is not only in Dubai but all over the world yeah. you have the same problem and so then is that something that in your as part of your time that you're actively lobbying to these different banks yeah, so I don't call it lobbying. I just, uh, uh, we support, we as a blockchain center, we will support you as much as we okay. can uh, within the you know restrictions that we have. Uh, of course, we cannot bypass any regulation. We yeah. cannot, we can work with the regulators. We can work with the banks. It's all through, you know, awareness and communication and providing the right paperwork and right process to establish a business or or even uh, do business with uh, crypto here in UAE. One of the issues we will always have is uh, people coming from boycotted countries or, or nationalities that cannot do business in UAE or nationalities mm. that have you know been in the sanctions list and things like that. And this is natural. It's not only to yeah. crypto, but in general. Okay. So before we, we finish off, you, you mentioned that you, you also run um, an OTC business and the ATM business. So how popular has OTC been in Dubai? OTC business, I've only started that business in um, February mm -hmm. this year. Uh, the paperwork is huge. <laughs> you have to do a lot of paperwork. You have to do a, the KYC ML process is, is very tedious. I think you're one of the uh, people that yeah. actually passed <laughs> that process and you are familiar with how long it takes and what documents are required. For individuals, it's not hard at all. Uh, on the contrary, it's easy. Like for yourself, it was easy. Uh, but uh, for corporations, especially if they're not based in Dubai, it's a bit more difficult. It's not because of us. It's because, like I said, the, the main friction is banks and they consider uh, anybody coming and, and investing in crypto in the country has high risk. Imagine if that if they're coming from outside the country. Understood. So, there are some, yeah. you know, uh, some hurdles yeah. to go through, but overall we are doing business so and where is this regulated here in dubai so it is uh, my license is from uh, dubai multi-commodity center mm -hmm. and it is uh, a very well organized uh, license uh, that you know what you can do and what you cannot do and uh, they give you uh, the we actually went through the kyc ml course with them as well and we have a full-time uh, kyc officer uh, which is we call it uh, chief compliance officer that is familiar with crypto that's very important mm -hmm. that he's familiar with the uh, trading and volumes and things like that and he is himself a crypto trader and he is also familiar with kyc ml he used to work uh, with uh, financial companies and he is very well qualified and you met him and yeah. you know him so uh, i think uh, it is very uh, professionally done and it is uh, one of the areas that we focus on because there is a niche in the market that needs it right now. There are no other OTCs that's, uh, that are regulated that I know of in Dubai. Uh, there are very few of them in the Middle East. If there's uh, even one in the Middle East that's <laughs> regulated, I don't know any other ones actually. I mean, we haven't worked with any other ones in the Middle East, but we work with the US and Europe and Southeast Asia as well. 
Um, and that's uh, a relationship that's been there for years, actually, and it's just been uh, awarded a new license, which is the OTC license. Great stuff. So I can see government person, community builder, and a crypto trader all in one. <laughs> and an educator. And an, educator. educator. <laughs> and an educator, yes, absolutely. So Dr. Marwan has been giving a lot of blockchain sessions, actually in the space that we're sitting in right now, in the past sort of couple of months. So thank you very much for, for your time and hope to see you again soon. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Ahmed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encrypted. We hope you've enjoyed it. We are on a mission of making blockchain an inspiring reality. So we thank you for supporting us on this journey. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help the show a lot. Thanks for joining us.